0: It's the return of the late night, boys. It's late, it's night, and we're the boys. I'm Fitch the Bitch, (laughs) Matisse Van Rossum. I'm another dead maid, Ben Sheets. Oh, good one. I'm in the parlor with a candlestick, Cleveland Mosier. And as you can probably guess, it's time for a murder mystery Not really. It's not really a mystery, is it? No. (laughs) But it does evoke the great classic film based on the classic board game Clue. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Um, In aesthetic alone. (laughs) (laughs) We are talking about Ready or Not, the brand new 2019 film directed by Matt Bettinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillett. Uh, I had to look them up. They're uh, credited as Radio Silence. And I think they did one of the VHS They did the bits. first one. Yeah. I, uh, I was just reading that before we started recording, which I thought was strange. First VHS is okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, both <laughs> of the first two have some good segments yeah. in
0: them. Not the most consistent, but... Anyway, this film stars Samura Weaving, Adam Brody, and Mark O'Brien. And it centers on a woman named Grace who, on her wedding night, must play a game of hide-and-seek for her life because of her in-law's Faustian bargain with the devil. This movie was awesome! It was so good. Yeah,
2: it was a delight. I have a good premise, or a good way to kind of break down the premise as well. It is uh, Die Hard meets Clue, with a twist of Satan. Yeah, that's fair. I, I was thinking through the
1: whole thing, you know, it's very Your are Next mm-hmm. meets Clue. With, like, a touch
0: of people under the stairs, kind of evil, rich people? Uh, for me, this film has is, like, the surprise of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Like, there have been a lot of great films so far this year, but most of them I've gone into them expecting to be good. But I went into this with virtually zero expectations. We only saw the first trailer for it, like... A month ago, when we went to yeah, see something, yeah. and like I've been getting bombarded with Hulu ads for it, and I just went in hoping, like, well, I, I just hope it's fun. And uh, holy shit, it was really fun. It was yeah, fabulous. it was really fun. It was a delight. It was really fun, but it wasn't just like complete dumb schlocky horror fun it was also like clever and well written and extremely well acted and with a legitimately funny script oh the dialogue was ace
2: it evoked the the feeling of a lot of like concept like goofy movies from like the late 80s early 90s yeah, um, I, I I felt like this would this would fit in with like any like of your like kind of like Spielberg-esque kind of films. And it's just it has like a, a, a fun campy quality to it. Now, I mean, there's a there's a modern frame around it. Like it's shot very modern. It oh, has yeah. like a lot of violence that you wouldn't get away with then. But the character driven storylines, like the inner the little interactions between everybody, it's the kind of like banter you'd get in, you know, like those
0: 80s films. And I I, I I love that. More movies like that, please. And the violence is like reminiscent of exploitation films. I would say, yeah, like yeah, really, yeah, really over surprises. the top, uh, extremely gory. Doesn't shy away
2: from it. Oh, and what, uh, what's the the term that they they gave to like the the new Tomb Raider games and s- battery porn? I think where it's just like the, your your lead character is just getting the shit, the shit, kicked, shit out kicked out of out the, of the them. whole movie. God, kudos to uh, our our lead actress in this movie. Oh, first off. We need to apologize. <laughs> yeah, I feel
0: like this is warranted. Last time, yeah. before we pre- when we preface this movie, we was like we're like, oh yeah, it has not Margot Robbie in it. Ha ha ha! I feel so bad. I mean, Interchangeable in fairness, blonde actresses. She does yeah.
1: look very much like she Margot does. Robbie. She does bear striking but resemblance. She does hold her own so well in this movie. She gives. A standout performance. Killer. Seriously, and, like,
2: killer stuff. To be fair to Margot Robbie, like, I haven't seen her in too many of, her, like, her dramatic performances. Oh, she's amazing in Wolf of Wall Street. That yeah. is true. She's that great in Wolf true. Wall She's Street. Great. Okay, That I have seen. I, I've forgotten about that. But, I thought
0: she did a yeah, pretty like, great sh- job in I, Tanya too. I thought that yeah, movie yeah, was yeah, okay, yeah. but yeah. I thought she did really well. Margot Robbie's a great actress, yeah. and I did absolutely think that this movie had Margot Robbie in it the first time we yeah. saw the yeah, trailer. Yeah, same, me
2: too. I, I was but, uh, very I very surprised when you said that wasn't Margot Robbie. I feel, <laughs>
0: I feel bad for making light of it because Samra Weaving is really fucking good in this great. movie. Great. I can't yeah. wait to see your next film. I, I was really impressed by the cast. All around, there were no familiar faces in this movie for me. I didn't see anybody I recognized. No? Like I've seen a couple of other films with Samara Weaving, like she has the bit part in Three Billboards, like you were saying before, Ben, and uh, she's in The Babysitter, which is an absolutely trash, forgettable movie. But like everybody in this movie is fantastic. Yeah. The cast is completely stacked,
2: and and a lot of credit goes to the writing and editing. As well, like the delivery is wonderful. I mean, really, it's just everybody showed up for this film. God, did it it pay off?
1: The the thing I think that makes the characters stand out so much more than anything, too, is how theatrical they make the tone and the production design of it. All the characters are, I would say, a little over the top. Completely. To say the least. And all of them are very unique in how they look and how they walk and all of these elements and it makes them so memorable even if they don't have the deepest character.
2: No. They're all yeah. they're, they're, they're like, hyperbolic ar- archetypes. They're family. all caricatures. Like, they're, they're
0: eccentric millionaires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like each one of the family fits a eccentric millionaire like trope you have you have like the drugged out wife uh you have like the completely apathetic son who just doesn't give a shit about anything just Uh, drinks the loser failure the loser fail like the fail son (laughs) Um, the young one who like is trying like yeah it's
2: great uh the come on the creepy, like, the, aunt. The, the creepy, yeah, aunt. creepy and oh my uh, god and
0: great. It, it's great because samra weaving is like the outsider she's marrying into this family which is a uh, board game dynasty they've yeah. been making like successful board games for like over a hundred years so good that's such a
2: great premise so fun and so
0: like she's she's marrying into this like eccentric weird family and like she's just our down-to-earth normal like everyman character to experience just like the absolute insanity of, of the upper class loved it. Mm -hmm. It makes it feel almost
1: like a stage play at times. Mm -hmm. Like this is something I could definitely see in a theater, especially with the, Big murder mystery type of characters. It and wouldn't
0: be too hard to adapt for the stage, I think. Like that. That being said, like this, this particular film is very large and it does have a lot of like big set pieces. Yeah, but I think you'd the,
2: want it to be like on a. It would need to be like a budgeted stage play with like one of those like revolving sets. Okay. But, sure. but but yeah. But the, the I'd, writing, I'd the, that, writing like sharp, the writing is sharp. The writing is
0: sharp enough, and the characters are. Uh, interesting, and fun enough that it would translate really well to the I think stage. they make
1: great use of the medium, though, mm-hmm. doing it on film, because you get to really explore the environment of this giant ma- mansion, which is super fun. There's, yeah. like... Hidden quarters all over the mansion, and
2: a dumb waiter machine, uh, and, and also like those those micro shots, and like for like the torture sequences, you want that those up close moments, and like the the, the to play up with all the the gruesome elements, like it. It does a great job of like really being I was
1: really not
0: expecting how gory some parts of it were going to be. I know. I I found myself really taken aback in like the best way when I had been, I think, rightfully so, laughing my way through this whole movie, and then it gets to the part where she falls in like the the goat pit where they've been throwing the dead bodies while the goats have been sacrificing and like she's been the little kid shot her in the hand and she's trying to climb out and the ladder breaks and she throws her wounded hand up onto the onto the rim right on top of a nail that's sticking out Mm. which not only is just like a really fantastic like twist that you don't see coming at all but also like i Went from just like so jovially enjoying this fun movie to like horrified for the character, <laughs> like yeah. like you said, they they focus so much on it. Seeing her fight her way out of that pit and like bandage up that hand, and I mean her performance is you know what really pulls it all mm-hmm. together. But like I I went from having such a good time to being aghast for the protagonist. I I would just like
2: horrified. I would have been like particularly bothered by. Like I said, like it's, it definitely fits in that hallmark of like those like battery porn sort of sequences where they just send your main character through hell and back, and just like, like
0: everything. I, yeah,
2: she just I gets would more, and more have had umbrage with it if it wasn't for how good of a job like she does at like maintaining your enjoyment for this character with just the, just the way that she groans. Ah, she never sounds like a victim. She always sounds like so fucking angry and frustrated, and just generally like pissed and exhausted. And it's yeah, it's great. I her love, screams are
0: generally like, screams of rage. Yeah, not and, fear. Like, she yeah.
2: feels like a like it's a like a Harrison Ford esque like protagonist. She's just like fuck this, like <laughs> these guys are going down, and I love that. She really it, well. I she think didn't it, feel like an actress faking it. Like it felt it felt really genuine and fun.
0: I think what helps it a lot too is the fact that the. Villain- Villains are humanized to a degree, and also they're completely incompetent. They're terrible at this. It also helps the protagonist feel more powerful, too, because of the fact that she's not just like a helpless victim on the run from, like, this evil family cult. Yeah, she's Bruce Willis in this situation. Yeah, (laughs) it's very diehard. Like, she is trying to get out, but she's helped a lot by the fact that the whole game of hide-and-seek is a complete farce. They continuously keep killing the maids on accident yeah. and like breaking their own rules like very right it's, and intentionally too it's a, like- it's a total comedy of errors it's so well paired with like her struggle to escape where she feels sympathetic and still feels like she's in danger but she also has a certain degree of power and agency where you're, like, rooting for her to not just get away, but, like, give these people what they deserve. Yes. And boy, does she. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah.
2: Big point, uh, going back to the beginning of the film, is this movie, we're we're praising it a lot for being so character-driven and doing such a good job, like, like building those archetypes and letting us get to know them before they get ripped apart or whatever. Almost all of our characters are developed during the action. Like this movie like skips all right through all the preamble. It is
0: for the most like part, the yeah. game
2: starts within the first like 20 minutes of the film. Like we're we're right in there. We don't get any of like her home life, or backstory, we start on the day of the wedding. Oh, like, thanks. We start on the God. day of the wedding and just move right yeah. into it and bless I, them for it. And like, they, they do that Such so, a good choice. They do
0: that so well, too, with, and, like, having her fiancé come in and, like, talk to her, uh, and, like, that's where we get all of that setup that they would normally have, like, as they're packing up in oh, their apartment. God, you, can, you it's can like, just see it. It's like, are you sure you want to go to my parents to mm-hmm. get married? It's like, yeah, I want to... I wanna, I want to be a part of your family. Like they, they cut all of that yeah, that if, bullshit. If this
2: had been played for like demographic the script, bullshit, is really good. Like, That's the thing. Yeah, if, if you would have you would have seen the meeting in college and shit. Like they would have they would have played up the whole thing, but no, no, no fat. Like it, they they spare like no time. Everything is used well. Just seeing the aunt in the crowd. Uh, oh you know, my during God, The, the wedding is all girl. you need, yeah. and like, oh and even God. that is like nicely overstated. Like, it's really blatant. I was a little unsure about it when I first I was like, that's a little hokey. How how, are they going to go full on with it? Or are they going to half play it? I was worried that this movie at that point was going to be sort of lukewarm. Like, it wasn't, you know, going to take it in either direction. And it it goes full on It just embraces.
1: It knows what movie it is. And Mm -hmm, it really leans into that in a great way. Like, it knows... The premise itself is hokey and campy, right? So, might as well just lean into it, you know, emphasize that stuff. We don't need a huge backstory for those these people. No,
2: we we know who they are, and I I think I was surprised we didn't even get one for our lead actress, but we really don't need one for the same reason. No, we learn everything
0: we need to about her just from observing her, like you should. Yep. We don't need to be, we don't need the character to be explained to us. We watch the movie and the way. She reacts and carries herself and behaves is how we get to know the character, and that's how it should be. Even then, like we do get like a fair amount of exposition on her
1: character at the beginning, but like it doesn't feel out of place at all. No, I mean, it's naturally worked into the dialogue. Yeah, it's naturally worked into the dialogue. She emphasizes how much she wants to be a part of this family because she didn't have one. It built towards the tone really well.
2: Yeah, part of the reason that that sequence worked. Uh, when she, you know, she drops that bit of exposition is it's while she's talking to the mother and the scene serves, like, multiple purposes. We get the character development of the mother and, like, her kind of outsider perspective and being, like, the southern person and the the play-up with the cigarettes. Also, uh, the delay of her exposition and the talk about, like, community and the family, which ties in with the mother's character very directly. Right. Um, uh, and specifically, because she sort of uses that, the mechanism for, for the sun's turning. So, like, it just, for such a dumb, schlocky thing, like, it's very, very well thought out. Man, I, there are so many little details I could break apart, like, just, like, why these moments were so good. Um, well,
0: here's here's a big thing that I really wasn't expecting going into the movie, based on the trailers. I totally expected all of the villains, the whole family, to be cartoonish. And they aren't really, and I think that serves to the film's credit. They're over the top, very much. They're eccentric, mm-hmm. but they're not—they're not Snidely Whiplash, yeah, as a comparison yeah. that we like to make. Mm-hmm. I think they do a really good job of that in the beginning, with showing how a lot of the members of the family actually very easily do warm to Grace and that they want to be welcoming of her into the family, and it's only when they do the ritual and the box tells them that they're going to be playing the one game where they have to like hunt her down and give her as a sacrifice. Most of the family seems... Like, that's a buzzkill. I, I think, I think towards the end, I agree. You, like we get, I, we get like a different reaction
2: out of each of them. Like, just, yeah, the the, toward, way the characters it, Towards the, off the each end, other.
0: it start a there, you sort of start to pull some layers off of that, and you see that, like, really, most of them are, are more evil than, you know, than they're, than you're led to believe at the beginning. Well, even but if they don't want to kill her, they, they still have, it, there's other it's th- a realistic degree factors. of self interest and sort of apathetic towards the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, and they, they, That feels real, but that but like when she draws the hide and seek card and everybody who has been like so like merry and friendly and like everybody laughing and joking moments before it's just like that's sort of like a down like a downcast on everybody they're like oh shit well you know we have to make a sacrifice now yeah it's bummer and that's and like I was expecting that to be like oh they planned it all along Mm -hmm. that this is like a rite of passage and Oh, we get to hunt down and kill another victim. It's another our, most dangerous game for our satanic <laughs> sacrifice. Yes. You know, like that's what I went to this movie expecting, Same. and and it's not. They're all very over the top and weird, fun characters. They're
1: definitely character uh,
0: caricatures, but they're not cartoons. No, they're they not, have a good they're motive. Not
1: cartoons, yeah, they're being driven um, by like a
2: a fun uh, motive that keeps things.
1: Yeah, well, and the. I guess spoiler alert, uh, a little bit. Like, go see the movie. Uh, yeah, just yeah. go see the movie. But uh, I think when it, it's revealed that it, they either have the choice between her or all of them dying. Right.
0: If they don't complete the ritual by sunrise, they die. The whole yeah. family dies.
1: Yeah, it makes it more complex than just oh, right. we're evil, Satanists. It's
0: they're like, doing it. They're doing it for self preservation. Yeah, yeah, and I think. That makes Which is her- natural because Samura Weaving is doing everything that she's doing for self-preservation as well. She's trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think
1: it works really well because we know this ritual exists, you know, and stuff. But we don't really know in the movie if it's real or not. Um, right. Of course. I mean, we do um, find out at yeah, the very, very end. At the very, at the end. very end, we... But- we find out but it's it's something that's so like that ridiculous too. that yeah.
2: it it seems absurd yeah it's well, always it's, hinted towards where like the someone says like oh well wait we, we won't actually all die if this happens right like come on like we're, we're just doing this because we're all like rich evil fucks right and uh, the 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 patriarch the, the father is just like well no the you know our, our cousins or you know the the lavalshowitz or whatever they you know things didn't end so well for them, and, like, someone's right. like, oh, they just died in a fire, right? It's like, no, it was way
0: worse than that. Well, but, I, I but love like, that. I love that that's little all you little bit, too, because you, you, you don't give much of that, but it also implies that like all of these really rich like wealthy they families they've all just made, deals with, all just made yeah. deals with the devil to for their success. Perfect. Which is which is fantastic because it's like the perfect like right amount of tongue in cheek commentary on the fact that most rich people in real in the real world don't care about the lives and deaths of <laughs> uh, the rest of us. You know? <laughs> um yeah. Oh, uh, one thing
1: I wanted to mention is how much I love when they start the game. Uh, they have an old timey record player that plays the hide
0: and seek song. Hide and seek
1: song, ten which is so fun. It's like honestly, song out of the, of the, the summer, forties or fifties. It's a bop,
2: man. That's a I wish slaps. I I
0: wish I could remember off the top of my head how it goes because it's so fucking. Would you hide under the, <laughs> yeah, hide under the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> Hide and seek. <laughs> go. I'm going to find you. <laughs> Hide and seek. I, I, I None if you guys
2: are. I don't. I don't. I think you guys uh, realize I'm being 100% serious when I say Song of the Summer, but... Like, it's really, it's, really good. Like, song of it's the fucking fun. Summer. Um, so much fun. I, I wish they'd used it in the trailer. I would have been the even thing more What I love like, even interested. more
1: is how it comes back later. Oh, perfect. After, after uh, near the end, part oh. of the house light's on fire. Oh, for the credits, and, just the credits
2: sequence, it
0: just pops uh, down. Oh, yeah, well, it comes and on, and it's, it's burning it's up. It's warped and, and burnt. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool touch. Yeah, it's great. Mm well I, I wanna i wanna dig in a little bit more into the premise because the kind of thing yes. that when handled incorrectly it would be really bad but they did it so well. We have this marvelous exposition scene. Usually I'm not one for exposition, but they're talking about how the family's big on tradition and like the the father starts like preparing and one of them is like it's story time and it's like okay, here we go. <laughs> the deadbeat <laughs> brother.
2: And of course they're they're all gathered in this Victorian esque safari room, room yeah, yeah we're like the big por- like the oil portrait the oil portraits are like perfectly terrible yeah in this <laughs> movie too. Like I I was so delighted by how like just perfectly like bad they were. Like they're not they're not good portraits. Like it, it's great. So there's a lot of like game like horns and stuff taxidermy on the wall taxidermy, you know, zebra shit. carpets yeah. and
0: weapons and knives all over the walls. It's it's perfect. And so the father starts telling this story about how uh, his great-great-grandfather, while on a sea voyage, uh, met a strange man named Mr. Labelle. Uh, and through their shared love of games of chance, he made a a deal with Mr. Lebale for, like, the family's success, and they make it, like, real mysterious, and it's like... It's fucking deal with the devil. Oh obviously. yeah, I mean like, yeah. The, like, the, the
2: movie th- starts like the the opening credits are. It's scrolling over boxes of games, and there's one that's just got like a big like image of Satan on it that says Le over Le Bail's like, Gambit. From from yeah. the very beginning, like they're they're not you know trying to hide it, and I love that. No no
0: no. Well, the movie's not trying to hide it. Like the the father obviously doesn't come out and say. In fact, they they take a lot of care to not say. Satan until the very end, to the fact where somebody's even like, hails, and gets cut off before they do it, which I thought was great, but the movie is not under any illusions that it's not about... Satanic worship. Yeah, and
2: that's that's the beauty. That, that really is so such a good touch that the film is fully aware of it, but the family like feels like they're being clever, and right? Like they being secretive it. about it, and they're yeah. like, "Ooh, we have a secret," and like the movie is just like, "You you know what's going on," and that that was excellent.
0: Well, I love it because it's it's the kind of thing that in this day and age, would be so goddamn hokey if it was the actual quote-unquote twist, because everybody would see it coming from the beginning, and then if the film tried to be like, oh, it was a twist, they're worshipping the devil all along, everyone would be like, yeah, fuck you, we got it. Mm-hmm. So it's like they know that going into it, so they're they're going to be like, from the opening shots of the film, it's like this family made a deal with the devil for their success. And thank God, because well, like so
2: many of these, like, Slasher films and you know like uh, dangerous game style films have this this strong need uh, to take themselves like over seriously and to have some sort of subversion in the plot. And none of that here. We got exactly what we signed up for and just delivered in the best way possible. What
1: I love about how they handle that: the twist is less why they're doing it and more if the ritual is actually a thing or not. Right and. If- the, The way they play it is so fantastic where they have to kill her by dawn or else, while when dawn rolls around, they haven't killed her. They open the window shades and dawn is there. I I love it because, like, the
0: the, the the odd,
1: like like cringing and they're always like, like cringing in the sunlight uh, like
2: waiting yeah, like for hunched something over to and like happen like pulls the curtain back like she's going to fall over like like she, she already or looks something. like she's in yeah. pain and they're all like yeah like, like you said cringing and like groaning in agony like cuz they they've already just like assumed the sunlight is going to burn them and they're totally fine.
0: <laughs> well right, and that's that's another uh, a great point is when that happened I was like oh So it really was just bullshit all along. There was no supernatural powers. These people are just like... Just murdering people people for nothing. Oh, that's so great. I'm actually so okay with that. And then they're like, well, what do we have to do with her? It's like... And the crazy old aunt gets her battle axe. She's like, oh, she still has to die. And she starts to run at her and then just like detonate just explode like she they, just you to
2: blow the fuck up they give
0: that
1: just enough time that you don't you legitimately expect a the double fake yeah, out. right it's, it's, you it's legitimately perfect.
0: think that it was bullshit and like you're actually kind of glad for it but then when everybody starts exploding one by one uh, i was still oh, so okay for oh, it even because, I was satisfied. I was, because they legitimately faked me out
2: mm-hmm. yeah like i was saying in the car on the way over like it could have been gone horribly wrong if like they had like combusted in bad cg or like if it just hadn't been executed so well and been so gratifying but like that kill sequence is one of the more gratifying kill sequences that i've just, seen that
0: they just, they just blow up
2: they, they just burfed like they're bye <laughs> like this blow up and that was awesome
0: well and of course it 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 leads our our heroine to, in her torn and frayed wedding dress at this point, Coated. to just be completely covered in blood from head to toe, like which is, you know, she has to be. Uh, there's an awkward it's, pause afterwards, and just a piece drips off the ceiling. A piece of flesh falls from the ceiling <laughs> like, onto the table. The comedic timing in this movie is so on excellent. From yeah. from the acting to the editing, like the timing is. Immaculate. Mm-hmm. It's like it has the same kind of comedic timing that like comedies from like the '80s had, like Airplane and shit like that. It reminded me of Clue yeah, in terms of yeah. comedy.
1: Like it has that same sort of comedic where, where like cuts
0: are punchlines. And you brought up their delivery earlier, Cleveland. Like everybody's delivery is so on point. It's a lot of it is just like so extremely dry. I laughed so much in this movie. Yeah, me too. I thought the script was
1: excellent in terms of dialogue.
2: Going back to the the opening sequence not not the opening sequence, the uh the exposition sequence where they present the uh the game box. Uh-huh. I did have a good name for that. Uh the the lament confund the the fuck.
0: <laughs> Let's try that again. The lament Configuration. <laughs> I didn't think that was funny. They're passing around like this puzzle box, and the whole thing is like you put in a blank playing card, and it takes out like the yeah, game. I was like, it's, it's literally the lament
2: cube. Like it's yeah, a puzzle so Louisville, box. Cleveland uh, leans
0: over to me. He's like, it's the lament configuration. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, it just is. Like um, where's,
0: where's Pinhead? <laughs> I, I did. I did think that was really funny, and also like a nice touch that the game is out of. The control of of the family too, like everybody's making light of this like this card there's only the one card and it never gets it's one bad card most of that. every pretty much everybody who's there in the family has only experienced another hunt like once like 30 years before this Yeah, they're explaining it they're going around and like the other people who have married into the family is like oh yeah for mine we played chess and the fitch guy fitch the bitch was like, "Oh yeah, for mine we played Old Maid. What the fuck is Old Maid?" <laughs> so they're all like joking around and then she like pulls hide and seek and everyone's like, "Oh shit." I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. so good. Um one of
1: the characters, I think that was written maybe the best out of the movie. Or at least my favorite was the butler. The butler um, was awesome. There's this amazing scene where she's in the kitchen hiding and he comes in to make some tea
2: and he just starts like whistling 1812 overture yeah
1: really loudly she's cocking up this gun readying this big rifle with
0: the largest bullet yeah, it's it's, like a, an it's an elephant, an elephant gun. gun yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is hanging under the the oil painting of like the the great great grandfather or whatever in like full safari gear like standing over the corpse of a tiger yeah it's it's so over the top love it it's the most dangerous game for sure <laughs> yeah
1: and And it's just such a comedic sequence of her clicking the rifle
2: and distracting him for a second and then him going back to whistling really loudly. And her, like, crouching around the counter, like, as he walks around to, like, cut apples and things. It's very very reminiscent of, like, the the Velociraptor sequence and, like, the original Jurassic Park. It is. Just, like, that crawling around. It's
0: very tense, too. And like you said, she keeps, like, trying to load this massive elephant rifle and it, like, keeps making sounds and he'll stop and then he'll go back to to whistling and then there's the great moment where like it happens again and there's like a really long pause and you're like waiting for him to go back to whistling and then he's just like (laughs) just like saying. starts so hollering. Yeah. That was another one of those moments oh. where I just uh, lost my shit. It's great too because the timing like, is so perfect. It's perfect timing, and too,
2: like if you're familiar with like the song in classical music, like Which it, they everyone use, is. Everyone of course, yeah. like they use actual cannons for the hits, right? And so you're waiting for like the part where like, oh, his head's gonna get blown off. You're gonna get the the elephant gun's gonna fire. It's gonna be awesome. And of course, there's that wonderful subversion where she she comes up to. to pull it and He's like, oh yeah. Go but the bullets
0: are for show only. The, yeah. the
2: bullets are for display purposes only, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is great. Uh-huh. Like, if you're not gonna like give me a gratuitous kill, like give me a good gag, and they did. Like, well, and
1: the thing I love about that too is with the butler, he is just punished after that throughout oh, the rest of the
0: movie. Yes. Like, he doesn't die right away, but he's he's the most cartoonish character yes. in the movie, and I think that's okay. Yeah. It's It's because all of the rest of the characters feel enough like people that to have like the one cartoonishly evil butler is... Hilarious. Well, also because like
2: he's like the help, you're more prone to probably feel some sympathy for him. Like right, but no, initially, comes, like no, they're like complicit. Yeah, so yeah. He, I think he has to appear the most evil too. Like it's
0: well, I think well, it's, like, it's good to establish. It helps it that, that way. immediately half of his face is burnt. She and, fucks up like, his face with it. She smashes a teapot in his yeah. face. There, yeah. there are definitely like Batman
2: fans uh, on the writers. We have the dad like constantly like flipping the coin, and then the butler like gets like half of his face, face like scarred up. up. It's very good.
0: I also love how the, the whole 1812 overture thing is a setup for the <laughs> Butler's ultimate defeat, <laughs> which is maybe the funniest scene in the movie <laughs> is when he is. Captured her again, and he has her in the back seat and she's been drugged and she's coming out of it. And he has his phone sitting up on the dashboard while he's driving. And the whole family is on FaceTime. Yeah. And he's just bragging to the family. About he's, like, he her. Her. he's like, yo, Oh, yeah, I'll be back in a few minutes. And I'll repair the gate later. Yeah. And like, and all he, of it. And he cranks up the radio and he's just blasting 1812 Overture and he's like conducting and everything. <laughs> and you see her start to sit up in the back seat <laughs> and the whole family is that all like, turn the music down. Look behind <laughs> you. And he's just like ba 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 allowing her to kick him in the head, causing them to have a car accident that kills him. It's
1: perfect. It's great. It's it so matches funny. the tone of this movie perfectly. Mm-hmm. I it's think so if they funny. we're more serious with the tone, that would never
0: work. That being, that being said, that's an excellent segue into that. This movie did actually uh, make me feel things for the characters a couple of times, which I was not expecting, especially considering how campy it is. I already talked a little bit about, like, just watching the protagonist get, like, torn up. Watching her, like, get hurt is very visceral and painful. But also, like, when her husband betrays her at the end... Yeah, serious. That got me a little bit. It felt like a betrayal because for whole the whole movie, he's been, like, trying to help her because he's been the outcast. Like, he left the family. He feels like what they've been doing is fucked up. You know, he has that great scene where he's, like, talking to his mom while he's handcuffed to the bed and he's like, I don't know, one day I just realized that I was chanting while slitting the throat of a goat and that that felt normal to me and it scared me, so I got the fuck out. It's like... Okay, great, that's believable, it's realistic. By the end, his brother has sacrificed himself, which you totally called Cleveland, that he would be the hero. You I did. You that at the very beginning of the movie. Yep, the first scene he was in. He sacrificed himself to free her. That'll explain why, too. And she has escaped, like, her husband is there, like, they can leave the house, and he's like, man, you're not still gonna wanna be with me after all this, are you? And she, like, kinda hesitates and then he's just like, she's in here! And he, like, totally turns around, like, well, if you're not gonna be with me, then it's not worth dying, so I guess And losing I'll... the rest
2: of my family. And losing the yeah. rest
0: of my family, like, if I can't have you, so, you know, guess I'll, I'll, uh, get into the whole Satan thing in the end, after all. And I legitimately didn't see that coming, and well, I legitimately felt betrayed for the character. They foreshadow th- it
2: well, because, uh... With the aunt. Yeah, the, the ant does deliver that. The fact that when he was a child... He he was the one who saw Lucifer in the chair, and also the fact that the opening of the film Mugurabi is like saying like no, ironically. No. Oh shit! What's her? What's the this actress's name? <laughs> Please cut this out uh, out of respect for the actress. Um, Samara
0: Weaver. S- uh, Samara? Samara. 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 Samara
2: Weaver. Um. Uh, Samara Weaver is uh, in front of the mirror, ironically reciting vows, and one of the, the things, like, and I'll tolerate your family, and, like, your your brother who, like, kind of, I, I get the vibe, like, hits on me or something, she says. Your and,
0: alcoholic brother who hits on me. Yeah,
2: and, and so, like, okay, so we, we know immediately, before we even meet the brother, that, like, he he potentially, like has a thing for her or something. And uh, so it might be more inclined to want to, like, to help her in this situation. And then as soon as we meet him, we see that he is sort of, like, the, the one who is sort of apathetic towards the whole family situation and well, kind of thinks that maybe I, they I, do all deserve to die and would be willing. And so, like, he's, he's sort of primed in that situation. And then when he doesn't help Margot, when he doesn't help S- S- Samara Weber, like Weaver, uh, Weaver. God damn it! I'm, I'm working here, guys. I'm trying. I really want. I just for the, for the actress. I want to. I want to get her name right. Um, uh, for when when Weber uh when she does when when she does. <laughs> when, when <he> does <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> when he does, like, betray, or when he does take in Weber, it's because the father is so there. Mm-hmm. And so, but this he, is Weber cuts.
0: You keep <laughs> saying Weber. What is that? You said Weaver. Weeber. With a <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Thanks gonna get me. her name wrong. Oh no!
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh dear! Oh dear! You can leave that in. Oh, I'm gonna. Fuck. Please do. It's fine. It's well, good. Well, they they all Not we burr. They this also. Is a, this isn't Weber cooks. This they is, also this
1: is foreshadow uh, the betrayal really well with the ant. They're talking about how he's always the, been the good kid. And we should have known better, and the aunt has a little bit about how she was in the exact same place as him. Right, well, we see that the most ago. satanic
0: it was her husband who was being sacrificed yeah. at the very beginning of the film in the flashback. We learned that at that point. And she didn't want to do it right away. Right, and she says but, that she should have, she would have, if she realized she would have killed him, you know. Herself. Herself, yeah.
1: Yeah, but after it happened, she regrets not doing it herself, right. and that comes to light in a really clever way, I think. I, I like how they foreshadowed that. Yeah, you know. no,
0: in, in hindsight it's really well done. I didn't think anything of that at, the po- at that point because that's still well in the part where you can you still don't know if the whole satanic bargain is like legit or if it's just bullshit you know she's played up as like the super satanic character like she's she looks comical uh she's great i love her that was the big thing in the flashback
2: at the beginning of the film too we see the the older brother protect his younger brother
0: right puts him in the in the cabinet but then he still that. rats out the guy who's on the run he calls for the rest of the family to come get him so that also sets him up for having the redemption arc exactly which he does mm-hmm. that was maybe that was one, one of, the of the big the, factors one of the most re, well, i was
2: able to call it so, so one of the
0: most predictable things i i just did think that was funny well, because I, like like you called it you called it immediately i i uh, agreed with you a ways into the movie but like after that first scene with the older brother you just leaned over to me like he's going to be the hero <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> like, okay <laughs> yeah
2: was just that, that that seemed enough for me like he you
0: got it man I, like he, you
2: nailed it he, he was immediately portrayed even as a child as being protective of his younger brother, like, clearly a, a virtuous soul to, to some degree. Even that being said, I, I called it, but I still think it was well done and well executed. Totally! Like, and him being I didn't him, have a him, problem with it. And, like, he, he he should have died where he did in the film, and, yeah, it, it worked quite well, and it, it created just uh, more dynamic villains.
0: And while the the betrayal of the husband at the end uh, did take me by surprise, and I, I felt betrayed for Our for our heroine, I think it was the right call because not only is it a good, strong, dramatic moment, but also like it really does like provide for the best thing at the end of her walking out alone, covered in blood, as the house burns down behind her. Like it wouldn't have been as good if he was
2: morally reprehensible from the beginning by inviting her into this situation. Right? He there there really was little to nothing stopping him from. Telling her beforehand, if he actually gave a shit about her.
0: Uh, telling well, I, her, No, 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 no. I think...
2: I, I mean, in, inviting someone into a murder party. I like, think they give
0: good justification for yeah. it, though, because... He, he says when he, when she first does find out in a very earnest moment, he says, if we hadn't gotten married, you would have left me. And if I had told you, you wouldn't have done this.
2: Right. And that's, that's a selfish motivation. It's
0: selfish, but it's still, it's very. Cause if he actually cared about her, he would have let her go. Sure. But there's the other part of him that does believe that it's not bullshit. That the right. Rich and that's him bullshit. lying to himself. And you know it's
1: it's because he's the one who saw partially him pressing his luck because out of all of the deck of cards only one is right the, the bad card
0: right. these his are all things that give him good justification are, as a villain yeah. these both not of his siblings that make him a good person, are though. married and have had their spouses come in without problems but I don't think you can say that that makes him that these things make him reprehensible he acts in a self-serving way but everybody is naturally selfish to a degree and thinks of their best interests mm, I mean when it's like to, at the expense of like that the, but like
2: the potential, like roll of the dice, death of your loved one, though
0: it's a shitty thing to do. But I don't, I don't look at him as like a as a reprehensible character. I think he's a redeemable selfish, character, selfish and stupid. And I mean, by the end, he does betray her and dies, yeah. and dies for and it. He was. And I think that that's good, but I don't think it. I I don't think he's like uh, an evil character. What, what I'll give you is, d-
2: I think he is an evil character at that point, but he is an evil character who is capable of redemption. And the twist at the end is that he does not that choose he doesn't redemption. Redeem him Himself. And there I agree with you, and that is still a surprise.
1: Yeah, and I th- I feel like it. it's kind of the needed ending, because yes. if it's either her or the whole family, you can't just half-measure right. bullshit it. Right. So, like, having him get killed as well. It, it would have
0: been weird to have him, like, help her yeah. and then still die. It would it have been be more uh, of a tragic well, yeah. ending. That was already
1: happening with it, the
2: brother, too.
0: Yeah, right. it
1: would be more of a tragic ending, which really doesn't fit this film. It's right. got to have that
0: triumphant punch at the end, which, which it, it does. totally does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. Like, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's the best writing decision they could have.
1: Yeah, made. and it yeah. ends super well with her just sitting on the steps with the the mansion on fire
2: behind just her,
0: covered in blood. Yeah, smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Fucking in laws, man. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the movie ends with a fucking pun. Yeah, or not a pun, but a gag. Yeah. Like. No, that was that was perfect. Yeah, the, a one liner. Uh, a cop or something runs up to her and is like. It's like, what happened? Are you okay? And she's like in-laws cut oh, to credits yeah it was great it's like die hard in a lot of ways and it's perfect and guess what die a hard's own. a great fucking movie yeah no yeah, it's incredible but like, so but like to end it it's the perfect kind of film that should be ended on a one-liner I mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm. yeah no i'm totally i'm bored with it do you guys have anything else you want to write? no i'm i'm good i'm ready go. to rate yeah. yeah it's just a lot of like gushing about good stuff there's, there's plenty more but i mean tons more I we can, can t- talk about yeah, all day but we like, just
2: be rehashing the scenes of the film
0: yeah, I'll, I'll start by saying, like, definitely go see this movie. It's well, well worth it. I was very taken aback by how much fun I had and also just, like, how well written and acted and edited and everything this movie was totally exceeded my expectations. It was fun in the ways that I wanted it to be, but it, it was so much more than just a fun dumb horror film surprise hit of the of the fucking year for me four and a half out of five pods yeah i'm gonna mirror that sentiment entirely
1: i thought this movie was a ton of fun i was not expecting it the one of the biggest things is the trailer it seems like it shows everything in the movie to the point where we were like
0: I was like you know, counting
2: kills in the trailer. I was really jaded. Yeah, over it. They, I was we so jaded like, over that oh, trailer.
1: What's left in the movie? And the thing is, there's so much left oh, in the tons. movie, and that's such a testament to how much is stuffed into this movie. How many fun, memorable moments and great set pieces and all of that stuff are stuffed into this movie? And I think it's all the better for it. It masterfully pinpoints its tone super well. It knows what it is, and it's just so much fun. Four and a half out of five for me as well.
2: Well said. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna mirror your mirror with an addendum. Actually, no film is perfect, but this film was fucking perfect for me. I'm giving it five, e- even though I called stuff in it. It it. Did it really well, and I, I felt like I I sat down at a restaurant, and I ordered a steak, and I was expecting a decent steak, like a New York strip, and I got filet mignon. I'm over the moon with this film. I'm going to be telling all my friends about it. Five pods for me.
0: A powerful average of 4.7 out of five pods. This is opening night, isn't it, when we're recording yeah, this? It good. just came out, um, so by the time this episode comes out, it will have been out for, like, five days go fucking go see this movie see yeah like it, it deserves it. it i hope it does well Me and too. and it's uh, yeah i would definitely say go see this movie in theaters it's, it's a lot of trailer
2: coverage so hopefully. it's a it's a
0: fun theatrical experience and yeah i i i would say like i want this movie to do good i want it to have good box office yeah because like good more movies.
2: movies like this would be great
0: yeah uh wow. just like furthering the trend of 2019 being an extremely powerful year for horror films and we saw a like we're fucking of, we're fucking eaten and there's we're just getting started we saw a couple season. of great
1: trailers before this movie for horror movies at the beginning of next year yeah between uh underwater and uh, this antlers. like underwater alien movie essentially yeah
2: Oh, and oh. antlers, which is the del Toro produced, oh, produced one. Yeah uh, underwater. what's what's the film that has the liquid oxygen in it and this the reflective aliens? the undersea base the abyss the abyss it gave me really strong abyss vibes as well it was like the abyss meets uh what did i say when we're leaving the theater um the descent the descent like, yeah yeah very strong very strong it, descent it
0: gave me really hard alien originally with the aesthetic especially and we, we mean, saw like some egg pod thing i can't i can't say like this movie might come out and be total trash it is coming out in fuck you it's january which always makes me nervous but from aesthetically, aesthetically, it looks incredible, and like the trailer looked looked tense and spooky and great cast good. too, strong cast. And I'm a little uh, worried about T.J. Miller, but like he can do drama, he can do it. I have a feeling that he's know. gonna be the the. Comic Somewhat relief, comic dude, relief character uh, who likely. dies, he dies later, early on, yeah, yeah. Like,
2: I wouldn't be surprised, but you know, I'm I'm open, I'm open to TJ Miller being out of pull TJ Donkey
0: wolf. Punch Miller. Whoa. Allegedly, Whoa. Whoa.
2: <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know about that uh, rumor. I, I haven't heard that one, but uh, probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to tell me. Uh, I, but... I think I get it. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, there's and then the that other movie Antlers looked really dope. That was the first trailer I saw for it. looked uh, Yeah, looks excellent. Looked like werewolf meets Wendigo kind of spooky monster movie. It looks looks fucking awesome. And uh, I w- I went to see Midsummer again uh, a couple weeks ago and finally saw a trailer for the lodge yeah I've which seen i've a been for that which as well. i've been hearing has been doing like gangbusters on the festival circuit and the trailer looks fucking awesome i think the rest of this year looks fucking totally stacked like this might be the best year for horror and like I don't know, 20 years. We have that plan, right? To do top 10 of the decade. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. Since we're going to be hitting 2020. And uh, I'm going to have to just revise my list again. Like there are just so many films just this year, like that are going to make it on that list. It's it's, ridiculous. It's super
0: up in the air with
1: all the big stuff coming out. Mm -hmm. The Uh, Lighthouse.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah, The Lighthouse, It Chapter 2 in a couple of weeks. I'm really excited for the rest of this year. Like we're just getting into spooky, scary skeleton season and mm-hmm. and uh
2: and it's going to send shivers down your spine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh it's going to be great. Speaking of what's next week? <laughs> um next week is the first it. Oh, it's Chapter time. One. It is time for it.
1: Um it so that time. should be fun. Um, we
0: uh we talked about this movie a little bit in passing in a couple of our early episodes because it came out like right around the time we started the podcast, but we never haven't covered it. We never covered it. Uh And IT Chapter 2 is coming out very soon. The week after. The week after,
2: so. I'm currently two-thirds of the way through the book, so... Should be all the things I'm excited to hear your fresh thoughts
0: once we uh see the movie. Oh, I've I've already got
2: some I'm accumulating.
0: I've read the book four or five times, but it's been a few years since the last time I read it. It's one of my favorites, so I'm I'm excited. Yeah, so we have a I'm really excited. We have an it two parter coming up next week. We'll be covering uh it chapter one from last year, and then the week after we'll be covering the brand new it chapter two. So it's it's Pennywise season. Yeah, (laughs) so I got a couple of um.
1: Minor housework. First off, we finally have the opening weekend box office for 47, 47 meters meters. Right, uncaged. Just to recap, Matisse and I uh, both predicted twelve million for opening weekend, and Cleveland, you predicted four million.
2: Which, in in, in fairness, I hadn't seen the trailer at the time. I'm, I'm much more keen on this film now that I've seen the trailer. So opening box office weekend was eight. 0. 0.4 million. No shit.
0: 8. Oh my
1: god. 8. 0.4, so we just inched it by. God. Oh man. Oh my god. Oh, what, y'all 4. were 16, you
2: said? No, 12. 12. Oh my god. We're so 12. close.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, like, 8
1: was the true middle, so. Wow. You bastard just You just, you just took wow. it past. Uh, if
2: I'd just gone a little
0: higher damn. Yeah. Ugh. It's a little higher than four. So
1: close. Ugh. So, so close. I think
0: that should still put you in the lead by one point then. Yes. Because you, yes. uh, you had the closer to Rotten Tomatoes on last yes. week. Uh, Has the Rotten Tomato score changed at all? Since uh, last week? Not as far as I know. It looks like it's still 50. Still 50? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, like I said, regardless, you win because Cleveland and I went really cynically yeah, low. Yeah, yeah. Should I give us an idea of what we're looking at with It Chapter
1: 2 or should I hold Hold off on that Oh hold off Okay Let's so wait Let's wait The other bit the of housekeeping ca- is We need to uh, give a word from our sponsors
2: Oh yeah That's right
0: Cleveland Grab one off the sponsor shelf would you?
2: Yes sir Let me uh, let me just go and uh, walk on over Clop, clop, clop To the sponsor <sighs> shelf And uh oh, It seems to be in a pretty good mood today Alright well uh, let's um <laughs> let's, I said it earlier Let's pull one off of Oh go, go! Oh God, my legs! All right, okay, I got it. I got the note. Uh, Uh, this week, uh, this week is is from uh, uh, Ribley's, um, uh, uh. Bloodstain remi- mm-hmm. Uh Oh, shit. It's covered in blood. I can't read the rest of it. Uh, Sounds like you like, need. Like, hold it up to the light a little bit. Sounds yeah. like you need
0: some Ribley's bloodstain. I think. What What does that do? I think it. Your bloodstains. Oh.
2: Well, that, that would be perfect for this uh, exact context.
0: Ribley's. Mm-hmm. Your bloodstains. It's great, in context. Thanks, Rubleys. Believe it or
1: not.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> or should I say, believe it or not. <laughs>
0: I guess this is what happens now when we re- record podcasts at night. <laughs> um well, <Rib-leys. laughs> Ripley's. Thanks, Ripley's,
2: <laughs> And thank you, Weber. They have ribbles. <laughs> yes, uh, I mean, definitely a uh, big, big shout out to um, uh, Robbie Margo Weber in this film. She really did a good <laughs> job. And I, I just, I mean, thank you. Uh, <laughs>
0: she was fantastic you, I, what I, can I, I say yeah um, and, go and see just... go see Ribley's or not <laughs> starring Robbie Margot well, I heard, I heard uh,
1: that underwater movie was directed by Ribley Scott
2: Ribley <laughs> Scott <laughs> oh man you know you guys uh, you guys really really know how to throw out a good jest you know this is really good uh, ribber drink <laughs>
0: All right, I'm putting it into this ribaldry, <laughs> ribaldry. Thank you, as always, for listening to this fucking farce of a podcast. <laughs> if you like, if you like the show. Then uh, take a few seconds out of your day to go on to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star rating and a nice review. If you are able, we really appreciate that. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at PodPeoplePod for some stuff uh follow us on letterboxd as well uh at letterbox.com slash pod people for a list of all the films we've talked about on the show with our average ratings and the links to the corresponding reviews uh and you can follow me on twitter at mr van awesome and i'm at mr sheets on twitter and
2: occasionally you catch me tweeting for at Lidark Studio. And when I'm not doing that, which is the majority of all of the time, uh, you will find me on Discord, uh, hanging out with uh, our fellow devs and friends, uh, working on It Stairs Back, and uh, hanging out with the community. And now available on Steam. Now available on Steam. Believe it. Just, just believe it. And get it. While it's hot, it's it's rocking. I mean, honestly, uh, just read our reviews. You don't you don't need to hear it from me. Hear it from everybody um, speak else. Speak
0: for themselves. Exactly. <laughs> um, All right. Well, that's it for me. If that's everything, then it's time for us to go and hide. Yeah, ready or not, hide and seek. Here we come.